Hello and welcome to the Daily Scrub podcast. This is Blair, still in Melbourne, can't go anywhere anyway, even if I wanted to, uh, or at least not that far. International travel is banned, um, I think both ways, and even some states in Australia are not open, so uh, it doesn't leave you with a whole lot of travel options, even though I must admit I have got a bit of a bug for travelling at the present time, but um, uh, it's been a while since my last podcast, and uh, I've got to tell you, I've been in this weird, I don't want to say slump, because it's not really a slump, but I, um, I found myself in this zombie kind of state during the lockdown, and this is, it, like a lot of my daily practices just went out the window, I think I mentioned this before, and then I felt like I got it back. Um, and then again, it kind of just went back into this weird uh, um, mixed bag of um, unorganization, chaos, if you like. So, uh, yeah, just trying to regroup and get things back on track, um, which includes the podcast, which I love to do and don't do it enough. I am thinking about moving it as well onto YouTube um, so that um, there's two ways of um, consuming this content on YouTube and also via the podcast um, and uh, I can do a little bit more with video as well and um, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast but I have a, a a degree. I did my bachelor's degree in film and television production, so I have got experience in making uh, films and videos and all kinds of stuff. So I have a bit of an itch to scratch in that regard. Um, I always felt like I should come back to that um, that work because I really loved it. I really love it, um, but it's been kind of twenty years um, <laughs> since. Uh, any significant project, um, which is frightening as well, but um, but yeah, I think it's about time. So anyway, that's my plan. Um, I had an intention for what I was going to talk about on this episode, um, but I've just had a whole bunch of other thoughts come in. But I will park them for the time being uh, and save them for um, other episodes this week, but. Um, a book that I've been reading recently is called We, uh, not the French We and not like a kid's uh, toilet humor book, um, but just simple W-E, uh, We, and it's written by a guy called Robert Johnson, who was a psychologist, um, came out of the Jung School of Psychology and he lived in San Diego. He's passed away now, but he wrote a lot of books breaking down um, really core concepts of psychology in relation to um, how we are, you know, ourselves, ourself. So he wrote a book called He, he wrote a book called She, he wrote a book called We, as my, um, he did work with the shadow, all the kind of, you know, Jung concepts. And what he did really effectively was take myth, take a, a story effectively, and then pull out 
all of the concepts that relate to us psychologically and relate them to principles and things like that. So really, really great um, author. And I've had this book for also probably 20 years and I was reading it again. And the book is about the myth of Tristan and Isult. Um, and I won't go into the whole myth, but effectively the, the story is about romantic love and the psychology of romantic love. And I just wanted to talk to you about that because it's a really interesting one. Um, and I spend a bit of time just, you know, probably a distraction point of view, but also from a work point of view on Facebook. And there's um, Instagram too, right? But there's a whole lot of idealism being bandied about and people, you know, um, everyone's kind of a spiritual guru these days. And um, a lot of principles that get thrown around which don't get a lot. It doesn't seem like the person that's saying it has given it, has actually put it into kind of practice. And it just sounds good. And it's good to have the right intentions. You know, that's important. But um, something I want to address is this idea of unconditional love. And, And this is kind of an ideal that a lot of people have. And it's like, you know, when you move out of a really tough relationship or you have a breakup um, the way you want to kind of redeem yourself and then redeem the next relationship make it you know better than the last one is is to come at it with this idea of unconditional love and and um, and be able to give that to somebody now um and this is what I want to talk about in the podcast because, and how it relates to this, the book I've just been reading. Um, because with everything, you've got to remember there's the opposite side. There's always the exact opposite to the things that we want or the things that we don't want. Um, that's just the way the universe is built. Yin, yang, black, white, up, down, north, south, everything. So, um, so this idea of unconditional love is great, right? It's, it's, uh, in, you know, the idea of unconditionality is lightness and freedom and, um, spaciousness and, um, purity, um, it, and those ideals, those values have super, high frequency, you know, very light, um, you know, very healthy and absolutely they're, they're wonderful to kind of work towards as an, as a, as an intention, but, you know, I've played with this idea practically as well and try to apply it in, Certainly my last relationship um, and I, and then you have to kind of call yourself out on certain things looking back and, you know, this was a concept that I thought I applied 
to my marriage and to my ex-wife, but I'm not sure if I actually did. Um, I still feel like there was a lot of neediness about that and I don't think I quite got there. But part of that breakup experience did shine a light on, on kind of what it was about. And so in my opinion, what is required to be able to give someone unconditional love is a massive death to the ego. Um, because there's this giant paradox at play and it's a very fine line to walk. So if you have this intention of finding a partner that you love so much that you're going to love them unconditionally, okay, what that means is um, you have no attachment to that relationship either. So if this person turns around and walks out of your life without saying a word, you will love them in exactly the same way. It's, it's like you will not have any trigger or anger towards them or bitterness towards them or anything like that. Because if you do, that means you have conditions attached to that love. Right, you are there's a there's a need that you have been, and this is this is normal, right? This is this is perfectly human um, to have those feelings and emotions, right? So I'm not saying don't have them. That's not this discussion. Um, this is a discussion on on concept and application. So, if you are going to give someone unconditional love, you have to be prepared for your ego to basically die in so much as it doesn't come back when something that you don't want happens like a breakup or you know um, anything of that nature um, and so it it requires you to be able to ha have that broken have a heartbreak in a way without the pain, okay? So it's very difficult to, to, to reach a point where you have really got to the stage of unconditional love. And so the other problem with unconditional love is, is it puts huge amounts of expectation on the other person to live up to an ideal, right? So there's always, again, two sides. There's a spiritual sense that needs to be fulfilled and then there's a human aspect that needs to be fulfilled. Um, and so if you're coming at a person with the intention of unconditional love, that's a, that's a upper chakra spiritual ideal. It's a projection of what you want. Um, and it lives in the realm of thought and energy. It's not a tangible thing. But you have to relate to this person in human ways, um, which is heavier, um, slower, 
Um, and this is where you have the conflict because um, those two things don't relate to each other that easily. All right, so you have to be able to balance both things out in your body, mind, and soul in order to fulfill both um, demands. You have to you have to meet the demands of your spiritual side, and you have to meet the demands of your human side. Um, and both of them, it's like a seesaw. They're both pulling on each other because they've got different needs. All right, so this is where the challenge lies. Um, but it can be done, like it really can be done, but it's your work, it's got nothing to do with the other person. If you want to be put yourself in a position when you, where you can give unconditional love to somebody else, it's 100% your game to play, for your work to do, um, and it takes, uh, it takes a lot of work, obviously, in the heart space because this is the balance point between human and spiritual world that we live in. And in the way I like to look at it is you want to fill up your heart energy um, using the analogy of the cup. You want it to be full, right? So if your cup is full uh, and you are doing the work in your own life, in your own practices to keep that cup full and overflowing, then what you're playing with when you enter a relationship with somebody else is the overflow. You're playing with the overflow of, of your own heart energy. And therefore, um, when you are sharing that with somebody else, it's not like you're draining the whole cup and you're pouring the whole cup out into this um, relationship and it's empty and you need this person to refill it. Okay, this is where we come stuck. Uh, needing somebody to fill up our own cup. Uh, and when that happens, it bloody hurts like hell. So the work comes in, in building your own heart energy practices, you know, heavily, you know, gratitude plays a big part in that. Um, becoming present has a big part in that just bringing back things back to um finding simple joys throughout the day right lots and lots and lots of those little things that just keep adding up and keep that heart energy full and so when you're in this dynamic with another person you're you're just playing with the overflow and that's not to say that you're not sharing the best of you it's not like you you're sharing the extra bit is still sharing all of it, or you know, you're sharing it in full, um, but there's no drainage, so to speak, right? I'm just trying to explain these things in, uh, you know, a way that we can grasp it, um, and hopefully they're doing the same thing. Um, but that's not for you to work on; that's for the other person to work on, um, and. And, and and if you've already been kind of, if you've already gone through an awful, awful breakup or an awful heartbreak, you know, I think one of the upsides to that is you can, 
you know what it's like to have that cup, you know, crack in a way or, or be completely emptied. Um, and you'll also have learned ways to fill it up again, right? And that is so cool. That is the, that is, that is what it's all about. So if we can do that, then this next relationship or current relationship, if you're in one, um, can be so much more fulfilling for you and the other person. And you can kind of live in the moment. You can live in the joy of what the relationship is at the time rather than having it be a, a drain on the other person, um, or a drain on you because of, of just the need, the codependent um, dynamic that just ends up um, breaking, usually. So um, so I think that's the benefit of, of having your know, heartbreak or a big betrayal or something like that because once you get yourself back, then you know how to keep that, fill up that cup and hopefully keep it full. Um, and so, you know, just reflecting on my own life, you know, my last relationship, I think, was as close as I've gotten to that. And even though it didn't last uh, all that long, um, the dynamic was very healthy for the most part. And, and when we had challenges um yeah I could I felt like I could walk away without bitterness and resentment or anger and and kind of went with the flow of the moment uh and this actually allowed us to kind of reconnect over and over again because there wasn't any you know walls there it was it was actually quite fluid um and eventually the it 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 distanced and we went our own ways um, and you know uh, parts of it did sting and was was the parts of it was disappointing but it didn't empty out the cup you know the cup just took a minor <laughs> dip but I was able to you know refill it uh, and still hold this person in high regard um, so that feels good actually it feels good so um so yeah so that's kind of just really what i wanted to address and hopefully that that resonates with you and um and you can relate to your own relationship or a future relationship in that way because i think it's just healthier for you um and potentially the other person but it allows you to enter a relationship or, or maintain a relationship um, where it's where it's building you up and and you're getting fulfillment out of it rather than it being a drain on you or a pressure on you. Um, and the other person will feel that, right? And so as long as your sharing of your heart energy and all your blessings are reciprocated in ways that you are enjoying, then you will know that it's a good, healthy thing. But if, if it's that reciprocation's not taking place, then uh, eventually um, it's not going to work. Um, 
has to be a fairly even reciprocation in my view to um, for it to be maintained so yeah if you want to read more about this myth I really recommend it Tristan Desolt's really interesting story it doesn't end well right it does end in death it's very messy um, they they you know unconditional love in that story causes a lot of other people in their life to be hurt um, there is some up leveling of consciousness through this story um, where they see where they've been blind to romantic love and haven't uh, evolved into you know a state of, of unconditional love um, but yeah, really worth reading. Uh, it's called We by Robert Johnson. Um, and if you want to make sense of what romance is, romantic love is compared to um, uh, you love in, in still a you know, romantic loving relationship looks like, then I would really recommend it because it helps um, rectify those two where you can still have a nice balance of both without tipping too far one way or the other um, because we need that tension point to maintain the, the fun of it and the and the life of it. Um, so, yeah, really recommend that. So, um, yeah, good to be back on the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed that little trip into love. Um, always a interesting topic. Um, so... Um, yeah, getting a little bit tired here, so I will sign off and catch you tomorrow. I'll be back with another episode tomorrow. If I don't, find me and uh, get me to record another one somehow. All right, so thanks for listening, and I will catch you tomorrow.